And then there is humility. Self-abnegation, abasement, loneliness, meekness, low self-esteem. Much is currently taught on this last issue, low self-esteem. You don't find much on self-abnegation, abasement, loneliness, meekness and the like, all of which are biblical. But teaching on how to overcome low self-esteem proliferates. Learn to love yourself in six easy lessons as you are told you love your neighbour. This is translated making sure your needs are met, that you look with happiness upon yourself and live comfortably in your skin, that you pamper yourself. The only problem is it isn't biblical in the slightest. Fifty years ago no one had heard of this disease but today everything from stealing to wife beating is laid at the door of our having too low an opinion of ourselves. Fifty years ago we were more closely allied to biblical understanding. We knew that our biggest enemy was not low self-esteem but high self-esteem or pride. Search the Bible from Genesis to Maps and you won't find anything about low self-esteem. You will find esteem others more highly than yourself, which isn't quite the same thing. You'll find don't think too highly of yourself, uh, ditto. Don't esteem lightly another, in other words, don't look down on them. Don't esteem yourself lowly. What an indictment it is that it leaves out the one thing we're most consumed with, self and in particular, low self-esteem. This causes me to ask the question, why would God commit such a dereliction of duty as to leave this out of the Bible? The answer, of course, is there's no such thing as low self-esteem because it's the flip side of pride. It's just pride expressed in another way, when we feel inferior to someone who's comfortable with themselves when we are not. Could I hand you a spatula to scrape yourself off the ceiling, dear? You seem to have just gone up there. I just blew a hole in this whole business of needing to pamper and forgive yourself, which incidentally means you have a higher opinion of than God of whatever issue you aren't forgiving yourself for, because he's forgiven you. And a need to love yourself, what a lulu this is. Tell me, which one of you goes without breakfast because you hate yourself so much, unless you have an eating problem, that is, who fails to wash and dress yourself? Paul says no one neglects his own body. Ephesians 5.29 Paul is talking about marriage, but having low self-worth or low self-esteem means you are living in the old man and you are denying what Jesus has given you, a new life in him. You're working on a corpse. Beloved of God, you have been made captive to your culture, taken captive by the enemy to do his will, to keep you from seeing your true identity in Christ because all things are new, not just some things. You have security, identity and belonging. You have worth by virtue of the price Jesus paid for you. So as dear Graham Cook would say, get over your silly self. But truth to tell, it suits some of us to stay in our cave with the old mindset. Fess up now. You take comfort in your misery because it gives you an excuse to indulge yourself and not grow up. It gets you the attention you desire one way or the other. It's time we were bold enough to 
blow some holes in these false teachings which keep us navel-gazing, captured by the enemy to do his will and useless in the kingdom. I guarantee if you practice the gentle art of self-forgetfulness for 30 days, you will be happier, more fulfilled, confident and expectant than you ever thought possible. To help you on your way, I recommend you obtain a little booklet by Timothy Keller entitled The Freedom of Self-Forgetfulness. You'll never look back and you will have developed humility, the title of this message, which is of course the opposite of pride. Enjoy.